What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and I am continuing anime in review. Throughout the entire month of January, I am reviewing nothing but anime movies. Up to this point, I have reviewed Grave of the Fireflies, Ghost in the Shell, and then if you're a Patreon supporter, you've also gotten Howl's Moving Castle along with that. And then this week, I am reviewing Acura. Uh, a movie that I have heard lots and lots of good things about. In fact, you look up any kind of like top 25, top 50, top 15, whatever kind of list you want to look up for the best anime movies of all time, you can find this movie on there at, at some point in, on the list. It, it may not be number one. I've seen several lists where it was number one, uh, mainly because of just how influential it is to dozens and dozens hundreds and hundreds of anime that are out today or that have been previously made they can all attribute to this particular movie so definitely been interested in in watching this movie and i feel like hey it's like one of the og movies one that really started like a trend and like like i said so influential to other anime that came after it that i had i feel like i had to review it uh, for this month, for this uh, genre series. So that's what we're doing today, Akira, and I hope I'm saying that right. If not, y'all know what to go do, okay? You, you know the rules. And before I jump into that review, I just want to give a shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen D. Cuckoo, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier every month, so thank you so much. Now, let's jump into this review We'll go with the plot, the fun facts, and then we will jump into my general impressions of the movie. So, Akira, a secret military project endangers Neo-Tokyo when it turns a biker gang member into a rampaging psychic psychopath who can only be stopped by a teenager, his gang of biker friends, and a group of psychics. I gotta say, that whole synopsis, that whole plot right there is, it's, it's a mouthful, shout out. Uh, this movie is directed by Katsushiro Otamo, uh, the budget of $9.6 million and a gross worldwide $2.5 million. It has a runtime of 2 hours and 4 minutes, and it was released July 16th, 1988. Uh, jumping into some fun facts, it consists of 2,212 shots and 160,000 single pictures which is two to three times more than usual and over the course of the movie they use 327 different colors one of the first japanese anime films to have the characters voices recorded before they were animated typical in the u.s but not in uh, japan uh, the score was created before they saw a frame of film or read the script uh, akira means bright intelligent uh, clear in Japanese. The budget was a record sum for a Japanese animation film at the time. I want to say, I want to say another movie like right after this uh, kind of jumped that. I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but at the time, this was the most expensive Japanese animation film. Uh, it is included among the 1,001 movies you must see before you die, and it is in the official top 250 narrative feature films on Letterboxd. So now it's time to answer the question, what do I think about this movie? And guys, I gotta say, I am super disappointed by by this film. I I, I wouldn't even say that I even liked it. It, it was a 
it was a hard watch for me. And normally when I watch older movies or even just older animation, it's usually the animation that really prevents me from really enjoying the movie as a whole. But this time, that is not the case. The case this time is more so the narrative and that runtime. Those are the two biggest issues for me uh, after watching this movie. This movie is beefy, shout out, at two hours long. This movie should be at least 20 to 30 minutes short. This is this is like an hour and a half type movie, and I feel like it probably would be a lot better, or, or maybe I would enjoy it more if that were the case. Kind of like a get-in, get-out kind of movie, shout out. I kind of... I kind of compare it to to Ghost in the Shell. If you go back and listen to my Ghost in the Shell review, there were just certain moments in that movie. There were long periods of time where I just I felt bored. I felt like I could do other things other than watch the movie. And this is kind of to the same extent, except it's much worse. Uh, in Ghost in the Shell, it was a lot of singular pictures where it was just like they were talking, but nothing was happening on the screen it was just stagnant scenes this one is I, I was i was concerned that they would do the same thing in this movie because i i, I saw the little fun fact about there being uh 160,000 single pictures and i was like oh oh that's not gonna be good for me okay that's gonna it's gonna be kind of a ghost in a shell type of uh review for me so while watching this i'm like the animation looks absolutely gorgeous it was came out in 1988 so I mean, this is 33 years old at this point in time. I think the animation absolutely holds up in 2021, or excuse me, 2022 now. I think the animation holds up. I think it looks great. It looks gorgeous. The animation is definitely not what holds this movie back. In fact, it actually helps the movie a lot with the way it looks. So some of the biggest issues that I have with the movie. One is this is a tale of two halves. I feel like the first half of this movie, maybe the first 30, 45 minutes, if that, is like the cyberpunk, almost like a Blade Runner type of movie. And guys, I got to tell you, 100% on board with that. Loved it. I just love that that Blade Runner slash cyberpunk uh, city landscape that they were using. And I wanted more of that. In fact, they kind of leaned into this like psychedelicness. Uh, with the animation, with when they were driving on the motorcycles, it would leave a stream of red light behind them. It just really looked dope to me, and I wish they would have continued that for the rest of the movie. And then, right about 45 minutes to an hour long, uh, I would say they changed it into a sci-fi film. Like, straight-up sci-fi monster film. Not technically a monster film, but you get my gist. It almost is kind of like like what would be Brightburn, today except make it like an anime movie back in the day that's kind of what it is except it's not evil superman this is like some psychic dude that can control things and whatnot it's almost a lot like a lot of the animations remind me a lot of dragon ball z so there's that uh, as well and then kind of branching off of the tale of two movies with with this particular film i gotta say the story was okay it wasn't something that i I immediately gravitated towards. I kind of enjoyed the, like I said, the first 30, 40 minutes-ish, and I wish they would have continued that. But the story became so convoluted that I just found myself doing other things. Like, it was so overly complicated, and, like, they weren't explaining things correctly. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an idiot. That's 
a pretty good excuse and a little disclaimer there. I could be just an idiot and didn't understand the movie, but I just felt like it was overly complicated when it didn't have to be. Like, guys, we're, we're talking about a guy with psychic powers and he's he's blowing shit up, right? I don't see why this needs to be overly complicated with, with the story and with the characters and whatnot. You kind of have a hard time just following what the hell is going on. And then speaking of the characters, I did not like any character in this movie. It, it's really hard to go into a movie or make to make a movie where you don't like any of the characters. Not a single one. Kanada and Tetsuo, just I, I hated them really. And then the girl's name uh Kay was that was that her name I don't even remember because it was so so forgetful and I just didn't care about the characters whatsoever and then I'll take it one more step further okay Tetsuwa and Kanada if I have to hear those damn names one more time I am going to scream because that is the last 15 20 minutes of the movie is legit them repeating each other's names over and over and over again and it's kind of annoying, honestly. It's like, dude, we get it. Y'all know each other's names. Switch it up. Don't call each other's names. Whatever. Change it up a little bit. Cut the movie down some to where we're not having to repeat the same dialogue over and over and over again. It was very annoying, but that's like at the end of the movie. So it's not like this whole thing was kind of like, oh, this is what did the movie end for me. No. This just further proved of just how much I disliked this movie, actually. And those were the three main things that I disliked about the movie. The characters, the runtime, and that overly complicated, uh, convoluted uh, story slash narrative. I just, I don't think it needed to be that long. Shout out. Uh, put it at like an hour and a half, and I think this movie flows a lot better. It was just, I felt myself looking at my phone on repeat. Like, I probably spent more time looking at my phone than I did watching this movie. And I'm being kind of facetious with that, but I'm, there's a little truth behind it. I just found the... It's it's weird. The movie had so much action in it, more action than I thought there would be, and I still felt bored by it. And really, that's a testament to just how well... Or let me phrase that. How they did not develop these characters and give them reasons to to act the way they do. I mean, uh, Tetsuo, what was his motivations? Does it, other than being helpless all the time, I mean, come on. I mean, that's kind of stupid, honestly. We could have found some more motivations for why he was doing the things that he was doing. Yes, he was becoming a psychic and he couldn't control anything. So, yeah, there was anger there. But on the surface level, we basically know that it was all because he felt helpless with Kanada. So, I just felt like that was kind of dumb. So, really weird that I did not enjoy the action more than I did. But again, it's all related to whether you care about the characters or not. I didn't give a shit whether they lived in the battle or they didn't live in the battle. So, the action was kind of just bleh to me. It was just real meh. And kind of bouncing off of that, the score. Going into this movie, I thought there would be a dope soundtrack. Okay? Super dope. I was thinking it was going to be like a little cyberpunk style soundtrack. But I just found the soundtrack to just be kind of lackluster. It was good, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed it, but I felt like it needed to be more bombastic. I felt like it needed to be more more cyberpunk style to fit with that animation. And maybe that has something to do with the fact that they did this before the movie even even got made. or So they didn't actually even see the movie while they were making the, the score. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. But... It was good. It was just, it was kind of a letdown for me personally. I thought it was going to be really, really amazing. 
So, good soundtrack, pretty good action, although you don't care about any of the characters whatsoever. Really great animation. Really, really great animation. That's kind of where the shining star is with this movie. That is the MVP of the movie, so to speak, is that animation. And that's what really gets you through the movie overall. And again, the things I don't like about it, the uh, the characters, the story being overly complicated, convoluted, and then that runtime. And with all that being said, I can sit here and say, hey, I understand why it is one of the most influential movies of all time regarding anime and maybe even other sci-fi movies. But I, I, can, I can see it. I can see why there are some people that give this like five stars, four stars, four and a half stars. Oh, this is the best anime movie of all time. Or this is the number one on this uh, this list. I, I can see it. Okay? I, I don't disregard any of those. And I'm trying to be objective here. And try to look from other people's point of view. I can understand why people would love this movie. Just for me personally. I just I didn't like it. I, this is not a movie that I'm ever going to watch again. Uh, it was I just felt like it was boring most of the time. Even with that amazing action. And I, I don't want to keep repeating myself. But it all boils down to making characters that you actually care about. And I didn't care about a single one of these characters. Now, with all that being said, I would be interested in a long-form series. Like uh, multiple seasons of, of this anime. I would be all about that. I think it would be would be really great to kind of expand that. And make it, yeah, it's the same story, but they're kind of filling in some gaps maybe kind of explaining some things a little bit, and then you get it in 20-minute chunks. So I feel like that'd be a lot better than watching this movie in two-hour chunks. And maybe that would be a way to get you to care for these characters, make them have more motivations than what they do. I mean, Kanada, dude, dude, was just annoying. Like, he's not this type of character that you want to root for or anything like that. And I get it, he has, like, this little anti-hero, like, personality and whatnot, but they just didn't do a good job of making him interesting in any way all he would all he would do is say tesuo and he would run that's basically all he did the entire movie so i give this movie two and a half stars maybe three like the more i'm talking about it the more i dislike it but i don't want to be a total like dick about it you know like i feel like people like i know why people love this movie i can see it on the screen while i'm watching i'm like wow this animation looks amazing uh the only thing that i don't really see is how people love the characters but like the story and all that and like the influence on other animes, I can kind of see why people would love the film. So I'm not even going to say that it's a hated like a hated movie for me. I, I don't hate it. It's just I don't like it. It's just kind of like a middle of the road movie for me, but not something that I would ever revisit. Now, do I recommend you go and watch it? If you are a fan of anime, if you love any type of animation, not even just Japanese then I think you should absolutely give this movie a watch. It's on Hulu. I want to say it's also on Amazon Prime as well, but definitely on Hulu, that's where I watched it. There's the dub and the sub version. I watched the dub. I don't know if the sub is any better, but I watched the dub. I definitely recommend going to check it out and kind of just seeing for yourself on whether it's something that you would like, love, hate, or be like me, kind of just like in the middle of the road with it, not hate it, but not like it at the same time. I think you owe it to yourself with with how re- highly regarded this movie is. I think you owe it to yourself to go check it out and just give it a chance. I mean, the worst you could do is lose two hours of your life. 
Uh, the best case scenario is you find one of the best movies of all time. But it is what it is. But two and a half stars for me. Uh, this is probably my least favorite anime movie that I have watched up to this point. And I gotta say, that's super disappointing for me because I was going into this movie with very, very high expectations. I was expecting this to be like top five for me when it was all said and done, but it's not. And it's not even gonna be my top ten. Uh when I get to that when I get to that episode, it's not even gonna be my top ten. So just go ahead and put that in your mind right now. You're not gonna see that any further from from this point. But that's gonna be it for this. Uh I appreciate y'all joining me and I'll catch y'all next time on another episode.